Hello and welcome. This is the Minimalist Tech Podcast. This is episode 56. And a uh, couple of housekeeping things. The It's come to my attention that the uh, iTunes or the Apple Podcast um, version of this podcast is not in chronological order. Uh, so it doesn't show the most recent episode first. Uh, apparently this is not something that uh, Anchor is able to resolve. So I have to reach out to Apple about this. So we'll see what happens, but it, it makes it a little bit strange. Um, so if you're new, you may have seen like an old episode first, um, but I'll try to get uh, that resolved. Anywho, so today I'm going to talk about, you know, th- this is minimalism and technology, but I'm, I'm going to talk about attention because this is a very key issue um, I have some wind howling in the background. You may or may not be able to hear that. So a lot of this minimizing of stuff is the, the longer I do it, the more I do it, the more important it is, the more streamlined and productive I become. Uh, and you know, and what I do, the less time that I waste, the less stress that I have. And uh, literally, I went through, uh, I have three filing cabinets. Uh, And this past week, I've gotten rid of an entire filing cabinet, which is huge. My goal is to go uh, to to get rid of at least one of the other ones. There's two like normal large size ones with four drawers, one with two drawers. Uh, My goal is to get rid of the other large filing cabinet with four drawers so then i'll end up with one like small one and potentially after that i can you know go to zero if i can scan everything in but we'll see but that's just another example like okay now that i've removed that filing cabinet i have that much more space um and once you create the space that's where the luxury comes in the luxury is from the space. If you look at any high-end property, any really nice, you know, a high-end house, those sort of Instagram houses, if you will, or really, you know, designer YouTube houses, there's a common theme. And one of the major ones is space. The other one is glass because it's not about the so much about the internals of the house. It's about being able to see nature. Right, but the glass allows for like clean lines. Like, the the cleaner the lines, the less complexity, the higher end the property is. So if you look at a bathroom, for example, in a high end place, more like more than likely, the shower is going to have gla- a glass like entryway, and it's going to more than likely be ceiling to floor where you don't see the bottom of it and you don't see the top it's like and the same thing with these sort of glass large glass um, windows in rooms same thing the more luxury it is the least the less likely you are to see the mechanism at the top or at the bottom it just disappears and so having that lack of clutter um, also you'll see like uh, uniformity so you'll see, like, if again, in like the bathroom example, you'll see a nice tub that 
matches the same like style and size uh, not size the same shape and color as the tub right the, like so the sink and the tub will be the same color and shape um, so it's this simplification is what leads to simplification and space is what leads to luxury so i think a lot of like people that were decluttering maybe you came from a household that there you know there's a lot of stuff around um what i've noticed in my life journey is that whenever i'm around um people with a lot of wealth there's way less stuff there's way less clutter um and so part of this is like you know letting go of the attachment because if you're going to move into a place um or if you're going to do some sort of like rearranging of your space to try to simplify it then you're the f current furniture you have might not fit right if you reduce like the amount of colors like if you look at your space as a color palette like most you know sort of ordinary or your average place will have a ton of different colors happening right the couch is one color the furniture is a different color the chair is another color stuff on the walls other colors nothing quite matches it's just like you take your stuff from one apartment to the other and maybe eventually buy a house and all your stuff goes with you into the house and it's all this hodgepodge of different things and so what's in order to like the opposite of that is that you declutter so you can certainly repurpose things right you could paint things a different color that sort of thing i'm not saying like get rid of um things that you like or you love but i'm just talking about there's a correlation between simplicity and luxury and simplicity of the amount of colors and the amount of things right the nicer the space is you might have like your cabinets that match the storage that's in front of your island for example if you have an island you know in your kitchen or whatever and so <clears throat> so even with what this little space that i'm talking about getting rid of a filing cabinet it's like, all right, now now that that's gone, and if I can get rid of the rest of them, what else can exist there that is congruent with the space, with the rest of the furniture and everything else? It doesn't need to be anything, by the way. But there could be something there that actually adds a sense of like calm and luxury to the space, right? Like I could get like a little... I don't know what you call those things, like a, ch a chase lounge or, or a chase, like it's like a, you think of it like those chairs that uh, psychologists, patients in movies sit in, uh, you know, like a, something where you can have a little bit of rest during your day kind of a thing, right? It's just the point is, and even if I put nothing there, the the, the it could, you know, just become an empty corner and that's fine there's luxury in that there's luxury in the space um so anyways there's a lot of that stuff happening and i and i continue to to, to go through this in various ways but the point of this episode is about attention so the things that we have was the furniture that we have or the documents that you have or the um, digital content that you have right or the devices that you have the sites that you visit or the apps that you use 
Um, all of these things require your attention, right? And when I say require your attention, it's like the we only have a certain amount of attention to give. So part of this minimalism process is to to reduce decision fatigue. So like the reason that I only have like one style of t-shirt is because so every day I don't have to think about what to put on. And it's just like one less little decision fatigue thing that I have. One less thing I need to spend my attention on. And it just frees me up a little bit more. And you add all a bunch of these little things into place. And, you know, eventually, like, you don't have to clean as much, right, or organize as much because there's just less things and there's less visual clutter. And it just removes the burden of your attention because otherwise your attention, whether you are actively giving those things attention or it's, like, it's there subconsciously taking away your attention um, or it's taking away, your, you know, your time and attention for having to manage all of this stuff. It leads to overwhelm, uh, or certainly can. And so the opposite of that is if you can control your attention, then you can have much more control over your life. And I'll just say this to start, I guess. You could say that attention is the only thing that you can control. The only thing that you have control over in life is what you give your attention to. I think that is fairly accurate. The only thing you can control is what you give your attention to. And so when you give your attention, you're, there's something on the other end that's taking your attention, right? There's a, there's a, a thing, an object, a person behind that who is looking who is seeking your attention, right? So if you, um, you know, it's like these things didn't come from it, nowhere. Someone created them. Somebody created these things that you interact with. And, or it could be just the people that you're interacting with as well. But either if it's the thing, the people who created the thing that are looking for attention and validation. And so when you give attention to the thing that they've created, that person gets a, some sense of validation and attention from that, right? It's like a filter. You're looking at an artist's painting and you're giving it your attention. In some way, the artist is getting some sort of attention from that. Now, it's not like true attention or validation because there's a filter and it could be that, that you know that artist may not even be around anymore kind of a thing. But regardless, the thing that you're giving attention to, you could also say that is taking your attention. So by reducing the amount of clutter, by reducing the amount of stuff, by really being careful about what you give your attention to, you know, you get to sort of maximize the attention, or you, you just get to get, I think most people are just underwater with it. They're just overwhelmed. They don't have enough attention space. Like their attention has been depleted, essentially. Every single day, their attention is depleted by social media, by stuff, by everything. And so when you start to reclaim that attention back, it starts to alleviate a level of stress. And you start to become more conscious of that, of how precious your attention is, because it's the only thing you have. 
It's the only thing you can control. So you have to ask yourself, like, what do you truly want to give your attention to? You can do it, you know, you can do whatever you want. I would suggest, and I think for myself, being able to focus your attention on specific things that you have predetermined are important to you is more valuable than having your attention just taken from every different angle possible. Right? If you can look at these organizations and products, like you, even if you look at like a news organization, for example, it's like a, it's like an insecure person that is in desperate need of your attention. Right? The more desperate someone is for your attention, the more lacking that they feel inside, the less um, sort of moral concern they will have about what they present to you to get your attention. Right. It's kind of like, hey, I'm over here, you know, like and, you know, someone could sort of politely try to get your attention. And if that's not working, they sort of ramp it up. Right. And they do something or, you know, they start screaming like, hey, you know, um, and then eventually they're doing something destructive in order to get your attention. Like whatever they have to do, whatever they can do to get your attention is like all that matters at the end of the day. Right. So you have to recognize that there's. There is a, uh, a thing like that, right? There might be a reason why the news is so amped up and so, you know, quote, unquote, divisive or um, just, I'm unsure of the word, um, that it's so emotionally engaging, you could say, right? It's because they're desperate for that attention they want that attention um they want it they, they have to get it from you because the only thing only reason the only thing that makes it real for them is if your attention is on it but again you can control that so part of this like controlling your phone is really critical i think controlling your home internet if you have home internet, if you can get away with not having it, I think that's great. Um, but regardless, wherever you have your internet connection, like controlling that, because it's just about controlling the flow of data. I could say the same thing about television or cable or whatever. News, I could say the same thing about friends. I could say the same thing about you know interpersonal relationships or stuff that you have in your house, furniture and clutter. Um yeah, it's, it's all about that. And so it gets into sort of like other isms, I guess, uh, essentialism. Um, I'm curious about stoicism, and I'm not uh, sure how much this stuff aligns with that. I'll do a little more, I guess, research on that. But, um, but minimalism for me has been such an anchor in this area because it's the more I do it, I've never regretted it at all. In fact, I just want more and more of it because at this point, I'm maximizing my productivity more and more and more and more on a regular basis. And uh, when I say maximize my productivity, all I mean is that I'm focusing my attention more on things that are important to me and less on things that are not important to me. And I'm reducing the amount of 
overall clutter that is stealing my attention in other ways that's less conscious. So just some thoughts about attention. Uh, again, uh, you know, thanks for listening. If you find this valuable, um, I do appreciate leaving a positive comment on um, whatever podcast platform you listen to this podcast. It's much appreciated. Thank you so much. Have a great day.